Hello, 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 wherever you may be on this great big bubble of ours. Welcome back to the Manifestational Lab podcast. I am Tarkon. Don't you just love that? It's so exciting every single time. That's what we're all about here. Excitement, action, wild action, and adventure. Just like life is such a wild action-packed adventure, is it not? Now, you may have heard me mention in the past, um, either on this podcast or in one or two or more of the videos on my channel, Manifestation Lab. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to this and you don't even know that I have a YouTube channel, please head over there right now. Manifestation Lab is the name of the YouTube channel. You can hit subscribe, notif- notification bell thingy, and uh, you know watch all the myriad of videos that I've posted over the last couple of years. And um, you know, uh, hopefully, you'll gain something out of it. And uh, you'll hit like on every video. Uh, you'll approach me for some coaching. Manifestationlab.com forward slash services is where you'll find all the details about the coaching services that I currently offer. So you may have had heard me, (sighs) listen to me, you may have heard me uh, speak in the past about this concept of a delayed reaction, right? So people always want to know, you know, when is my, uh, when is my, uh, when are my goodies coming, Tarkon? You know, I've been focusing, I've been doing this and that, the other thing, when are my goodies arriving? And, or, or really the, the, um, most of the time what happens is people will say, well, I've been doing my affirmations, I've been um, meditating, I've been calming down. Uh, why did this thing happen, this bad thing happen? Why did that bad thing happen, right? Um, well, and then I've mentioned that one of the reasons is that, you know, physical reality, the reality that we perceive as being, quote, out there, has a delayed response, right? It's a little bit like if you watch a live sports ball game on the television, something like that, um, you know it's not exactly live, right? I mean, you know there's a few seconds delay between the action that's happening out there on the field um, and what you're perceiving through your television set, your transmitter. That's kind of what your brain is, right? Uh, your eyes, your brain, that whole thing, five senses thing, right? So usually what we see in our physical reality is already old news, this is kind of what uh, this is what Abraham Hicks always talks about, right? What you're perceiving right now uh, is already old news. In other words, you've built up momentum towards one thing already for quite a while, and you're seeing the delayed response from it through your physical reality lens, all right? Which is a reflection reflecting back to you, but the reflection has a slight delay. There is a you know I want to say like a few seconds delay or something like that, but you know in terms of manifesting it could be a slightly longer delay. You're not going to see everything in real time. In fact, what you're seeing, what you think you're seeing, um, is already done. All right, which is why it's so important to be in the now moment. And the only thing that's really happening in the now moment is what's happening for you internally. The level, the frequency of energy at which you are vibrating. Because I know some people don't like that term. Doesn't matter. It's still the best term to describe it, really. It's about a frequency. That's all it is, really, right? So here's a story out of Berkeley. 
Well, here's a story from studyfinds.org, but this is all over the internet. Um, your brain lives 15 seconds in the past to help you see the world with stability. Right? Researchers from the University of California, Berkeley, have discovered that the human brain shows you images from 15 seconds in the past instead of trying to update your vision in real time. Just like a social media feed, the brain is constantly uploading new and rich visual stimuli. However, to keep everything that our eyes are taking in every second of every day in order, the study finds the brain actually presents us with an image from 15 seconds earlier. The findings provide new insights into what scientists call the mind's continuity field, a function of perception where the brain merges with what our eyes see to provide a sense of stability. Without it, study authors say the world would actually appear like a blurry jumble in your eyes. If our brains were always updating in real time, the world would be a jittery place with constant fluctuations in shadow, light, and movement, and we'd feel like we were hallucinating all the time, <laughs> explains study senior author David Whitney, a UC Berkeley professor of psychology, neuroscience, and vision science in a university release. Our brain is like a time machine. It keeps sending us back in time. It's like we have an app that consolidates our visual input every 15 seconds into one impression so we can handle everyday life. So this is, <laughs> I love when scientists discover things that um, some of us have already known for a while, but I digress from that. Um, this is, uh, you know, <clears throat> a lot of what, uh, uh, a lot of talk in, Law of attraction, manifesting circles deal with this concept, right? That there's a delay, okay? And not only is there a delay, but physical reality is really just a string of, if you will, still frames, right? So we talk about um, parallel realities. We always say, well, what's a parallel reality? Well, there's a parallel reality in every moment, every movement that you make. If you move your hand across, uh, you know, your face through the air, kind of, right? And, you probably know what tracers are. If you don't, then you may, maybe you're, um, you know, you've behaved a little too well in life. But um, <laughs> in other words, every single moment of movement that your hand, every position that your hand is in as you're moving it across, uh, let's say across your field of vision, okay, is basically a still frame. So each one of those little still frames is a parallel reality. All right, that's all it is. So our minds string these together to provide, as the article says, a sense of continuity. It's like watching a film. You understand film is really just a bunch of still frames capturing movement, you know, at every little second or every fraction of a second, and then stringing it together at a certain speed so that it creates the illusion of continuity to your eye, all right? And this is kind of how all of physical reality works, all right? So, so here, the whole reason I'm bringing this up, of course, is because I want you to stop being so enamored with the physical reality out there, all right? We say this a lot. We say this all the time when we say, hey, you know, I get people going, but this happened and then that happened, but I don't see it. Um, I see this and I see that, but I don't see the other thing. Stop being so enamored with what you see or what you don't see. The true reality is what's happening within you, all right? What, you're, what you are currently um, imagining, all right? how you're feeling and the level at which you're vibrating about that. That is the true current reality, all 
right? So what you're perceiving out there is already old news, okay? You're watching a, a bunch of still frames being strung together to give you a sense of a type of movie that's playing out in front of you. But I always say it's a reflection. I like to look at it as a mirror. I like that analogy, okay? Because it's always reflecting back to you what you're projecting out, all right? That's the essence of manifesting. That's the essence of what we call law of attraction, okay? Now, the scientism is, is catching up with this, thank goodness. Um, so, you know, I thought that was an interesting little article because um, it seems to support um, what, uh, you know, what we've been talking about for so long, what I've mentioned in some of my videos and probably some po uh, past podcast episodes. What I say to my coaching clients as well is don't be so enamored with what's going on out there. All right, and be much more enamored with what's going on in here, inside of you. Your vision, hold steadfast to that. Okay, get around the feeling of it. All right, this is what Neville Goddard says you must feel as if you have what you have, living the reality that you want to live. You must feel as if you are already the person that you want to be. And don't worry about how long it takes for the physical reality to catch up, it will catch up according to your persistence of vision. The persistence with which you put that out, okay, it will eventually catch up. But physical reality is slow, okay? It's slow. So don't be enamored with what you seem to see out there, okay? Um, if there's something you don't like, if things aren't quite the way that you like them to be, if something seems to be long and showing up for you, don't be so enamored with that, okay? This is when you go inside and you, you work on conjuring the feeling of having it already now. And the vision, the reflection of external physical reality will catch up to your vision. But you must be persistent about it. That means, you know, don't get up in the morning and then feel good about having a bunch of money or feel like you're wealthy. Feel the abundance in your life. And then go back to, you know, complaining about all your bills and, and whatnot. You're going to have to sit down and pay your bills. Yes, you, you should do that. But only occupy your mind uh, with that activity while you're doing that activity. Okay, that's that's the kind of... But Tarkhan, I have to think about these things. Only while you're doing them, only for as long as what's necessary to do the necessary things, and then you put it away, you think about something else. Okay, not sit around all day and chew your nails about something that, that's not pleasing to you, that you're worrying about, because worrying is creating, okay? So you want to use anything that you can to distract yourself from that at that point, all right? Don't keep checking, you know, people keep like to keep score. Well, I've done 257 affirmations this morning. Where's my stuff? It's not here yet. I'm looking out there. It's not there. Don't be so enamored with what's out there, okay? It's very simple. It's actually not that complicated. But, of course, you want to keep checking the pie and the cake in the oven before it's risen, and what's going to happen? It's going to collapse, okay? I know pies don't rise, so cake. I think a cake <laughs> would be a yeasty cake, I suppose. Maybe bread is the best analogy for that. Um, but you get the idea. Don't keep opening the oven. Let the thing bake, for God's sakes, okay? So now you know, all right? Your brain is giving you a delayed picture, okay? So you know what you're perceiving is already in the past. It works this way in manifesting too. They'll discover that one day for themselves as well. <laughs> I guarantee it. Those wily scientists, they'll catch up. All right. There's a little quote from Abraham Hicks that I want to read to you before we get into this email from this viewer. And the quote is, Not only... 
Does the power of your thought determine which people make their way into your life? But the power of your thought determines how they behave once they get there. And it's so true, folks. It's so true. Not only can you manifest people in your life that you want to be in your life, but you can determine how they will behave once they get there. But of course, it all begins with you, how you choose to see them. You see, so many of you hang on to what's happened in the past, the past hurts, the cheats, the lies, whatever it is that caused a breakup with your specific person or with a good friend or falling out with just about anybody in your life. You got to get past that. You got to get past what's in the past, you see? So, right, this is good because you want to, the only thing that you should be giving your focus to, that you should be giving any kind of credibility to is the way you feel about something. That is your indication of what is coming into your physical reality, okay? Um, It's really as simple as that, all right? That's the now moment and how you feel and the frequency at which you're vibrating right now is the only thing you should be giving, giving real credibility to, not what's happening out there in the physical reality, all right? It will determine not only what shows up in your life or who shows up in your life, just like the quote, but how they behave once they get there, how they will show up. All right. And it all begins with you and changing your narrative and your perspective, perspective and your perception of the situation and of that person. All right. So having said all that, let me get into this email. And, you know, I like to read these emails here on this podcast. If you have an email that you would like me to read and I can't guarantee that I will, but um, you can send that off to manifestation.lab at gmail.com, manifestation.lab at gmail.com. Of course, if you do want uh, a guaranteed response, you can get that through my coaching packages. So uh, manifestationlab.com forward slash services, again, will tell you all about that. So let's get into this. Um, and for, you know, to protect the innocent, I will keep all the names uh, uh, hidden, uh, <laughs> except my own, of course. Um So this person writes, Hey Tarkon, I stumbled upon your channel after going through a taxing breakup with my specific person. The old relationship was going, was six going on seven years, uh, I guess between ages 14 and 20 for the both of you. So this is like a junior high, high school sweetheart, I suppose, right? After watching many of your videos, I realized, Hey, I've done this manifesting thing before without even knowing. Yes, you've been doing it your whole life. The fact that your life exists means it's because you manifested it. Um, from your non-physical perspective, you manifested it. A couple of weeks after my breakup, when I had gotten to a point where I was rebuilding my confidence and accepting my my mistakes. So this is a realization you came to after a few weeks um, and you were rebuilding your confidence and accepting your mistakes. Okay. Um, choosing to learn from them rather than dwell and treat myself harshly. Wonderful. A desire I had been consciously stewing on for months came to fruition. My friend and I had a falling out resulting in multiple arguments, and I didn't feel I should apologize for what was upsetting him, so we were at odds. Our conversations devolved into a loop of, what's up, everything good with you? Yeah, what about you? Kind of small talk. (laughs) And after consulting many people, they told me to distance myself from my friend for good, for good due to his prior behavior. Now, you know, I want to, I'm going to stop throughout this email. You guys know how this works. Um, And I'm going to make some comments here. Um, So, so, you know, I just want to make a quick comment on this idea of 
going to your friends or everyone in your life for advice. Okay. This is something that I discourage people from doing. All right. Um, here, here's the, here's the thing. Most people out there, unfortunately, are not really aware of even their own personal power. All right. And they're going to give you advice. Usually that's along the lines of, ah, you can't change anything anyway. You can't get what you want anyway. Just forget about it. Just move on. Um, all these kind of very discouraging things that the people well-intentioned who are giving you that advice are usually very well-intentioned, but they're looking at their own life usually and their own situations from the vantage point of, I don't have a lot of power to change my reality. Okay. Now here you are somebody who's always been a manifester. They have as well been manifestors their entire life, um, but they don't know it. All right. But you have become aware of this ability. You're going to do something, create your life and your circumstances more deliberately. It's not a good idea to then go off to your friends who haven't quite arrived at that conclusion yet um, and ask them for advice. <laughs> the advice that I would say, the best advice uh, that you can get comes from your inner being, your connection with yourself. The guidance that the universe gives you is really the best advice you can have. All right. <clears throat> and again, you follow that, that advice, the way the universe speaks to you through your emotions. That's it. If you have a thought and you feel badly about that, that's the universe telling you that's not true. Change your thought. That's leading you away from what you want. You have a thought and you feel inspired. You feel excited about it. You feel, or it just makes you feel calm or gives you a feeling of relief. That's your indication and a clear, direct bit of guidance from the universe, from your inner being saying, yes, follow that line of thinking. That's the road towards what you want. That's at the end of that stream is where all your goodies are. Okay. So learning to follow your own inner guidance is one of the top 100% most important things you can learn in deliberate manifesting. Okay. And I encourage people to become quiet in themselves to, to really make meditation a practice because that's what helps you kind of clear the clutter out of your brain because your brain is also trying to tell you all these things that that's really honestly those things that are way past its, uh, you know, it, above its pay grade. Let's put it, it's out of its wheelhouse when it's trying to solve these things for you. It's your inner being. It's the universe that gives you the guidance to do that. Okay. Your brain just collects information. That's all. And, and through that, it, it determines what your preferences are. That's all the brain really is good for, to be perfectly honest with you. All right. But as far as creating goes, it's how you feel about something. It's paying attention to how a certain thought makes you feel. That helps you determine whether to change that line of thinking, to change that story you're telling yourself about that subject, or whether to keep following how you're looking at it. Okay. So I want you to forget about asking your friends, unless you have friends that really are also into manifesting into this topic, um, that are also really working on themselves. Those are the friends that you can talk to about this. But even when you have a desire of any kind, I would avoid telling people about it. Okay. Um, just really for the reason that that usually people's advice, well-meaning advice, ends up discouraging you rather than the opposite. Okay. So let's continue. Um, in addition, he even moved out of state for school. So mending our relationship, our relationship seemed out of the picture. However, I'm naturally a person who can't hold a grudge for long. And my personality is solution oriented rather than chalking things up as being over. I like that. That's good. But here you are still kind of hanging on to this idea of I need him to apologize. Okay. So you're hanging on to the hurt, the past hurt. All right. That's not really solution based behavior. 
that's problem-based behavior. That's problem-oriented behavior, okay? One of the things I urge people to do, and I realize it's it's difficult and it's really very ego-based kind of thing, is that we hold on to these hurts, okay? While they upset me and they need to apologize, um, you need to get past this if you want to manifest specific people in your life. And of course, in this case here from this uh, listener, um, it's about uh, somebody who is a friend. It could be, it, this is about any relationship. It doesn't just have to be a romantic relationship uh, that you had with somebody. Uh, it could be a friendship that you want to, uh, want to uh, you know, um, mend, right? Uh, you have to move past that because of the fact that you're focusing so much on he hasn't apologized, what a jerk. Um, it's keeping him firmly in that type of uh, role in your physical reality. You're keeping him in that role here, you see? So I like the fact that you're aware of the importance of having uh, being solution-oriented, but are you really being solution-oriented here when you're kind of hung up on this idea of he needs to apologize, okay? So, <clears throat> so I apologize for miscommunication. Well, that's good, okay, that's fine too. And I told him now that I understand his values, I'll do things differently going forward, but there was one thing that bothered me beyond measure. He didn't apologize for his part in the fallout or reach out to me first to initiate conversations ever. And it turned out my sincere apology was a facade. Well, look, again, you know, I'll reiterate, this is, this is what I talked about just a minute ago. You're, you're, hang, you're hung up on this. Um, and so many times I get people saying to me, you know, I want my specific person back, Tarkon, but I need them to contact me first. I need it to play out this specific way. They hurt me and I must have them fall at my feet and beg my forgiveness. <laughs> and only that way is the, it's the only way I want them to come back to me. When you do that, you are limiting all the possibilities out there. You're trying to determine and insist on how something will come to you. And how many times have I said, don't focus on the how or the when, focus on the what and the why. What do I want? Why do I want it? Why do I want it? Meaning, how do I want to feel? How does demanding an apology from him at this point here in your, in your story, how did you anticipate that was going to make you feel? Because it's the feeling that you want. All right, this is something to think about. Why was it so important to you? Because you want to feel appreciated, you want to feel understood, you want someone to say, I understand your feelings, I understand how you feel, you understand? So again, you think the only way you can, you can reach that state of being, that emotional state, is if he behaves in a certain way. But if you insist on somebody behaving in a certain way, you're already falling short of, of your desire right there, okay? You can't change their behavior by insisting that their behavior change or by insisting that it comes to you through a certain channel. The universe has infinite ways to get you what you want, all right? So you just have to become a receptive vessel for that, okay? For the universe to move that energy through you, all right? So the idea is to think about what you want and why you want it. In other words, why do you want what you want in terms of how do you want to feel? How do you think it's going to make you feel? And then working, work on feeling that way now, despite whatever the condition out there may seem to be. All right? Well, I can't feel that way until he shows up differently. That's barking up the wrong tree. That's not manifesting. It's putting the horse before the cart. You can't insist on having happiness and then being happy. You know, the good things have to come first, then I can be happy. No, you must be happy first. Then the good things that match that state of happiness will find you. They'll come to you naturally. That is what law of attraction is. 
You become a match to that which you want. That's how you attract it into your life. Okay? It's very simple. It may not sound simple to some of you out there, but it is actually very simple. <clears throat> I truly just wanted him to admit fault. And <laughs> I had pent up anger for months. Of course, you see now, but you know, I, I understand, and we'll get into this later, that, that you are not at this point. At this point, this is how you are sort of looking at the situation. So, But we're using it as a learning tool here, right? As a teaching tool. Um, so this at this point in the story, yeah, you're still hanging on onto your anger. And nothing is really moving. And how can it? Because you're so hung up on how things were that those things don't have any choice but to keep being the things that, the way that they were. That the way nothing changes, right? It has no other choice but to not change because your your perspective on it, your perception of it keeps it the way it is. I'd continue to reach out to him and when he was in town, I'd even meet up with him. However, my mind was only on one thing and it wasn't fun Instead, it was, this guy is such an asshole, why won't he take responsibility and apologize? This looped in my mind like an affirmation. There's the key. It is an affirmation. Just like worrying about something in the future that hasn't even happened yet is an affirmation. You're creating when you do these things. And it's not that you're stuck in a loop, all right? In other words, I'm stuck in a loop, uh, you know, uh, the same thing. Uh, you know, it, it won't change. It's not that it's something that won't change. It's that you keep creating the same thing over and over again. All right. This is the thing we, we talk about being in a loop or being stuck in some situation. Look, it's not changing. It's always changing. It's just changing to the same thing <laughs> because you won't change your perception on the thing. You see, the loop is in your head. The loop is in your perception, right? Not in his behavior. So this looped in my mind like an affirmation because it is an aff affirmation. What an asshole. Why won't he take responsibility and apologize? That's an affirmation. And you're affirming this guy will keep showing up in my life like an asshole who doesn't apologize, who doesn't take responsibility, who doesn't take me seriously, who doesn't care enough about my feelings and how he made me feel. And this is the version of him that you keep producing in your life over and over and over and over again. And the way to change that is to change your perception of him. This is when we talk about your specific person, anybody that you want to sort of mend defenses with, you're, you're going to have to look at them differently. You're going to have to love them unconditionally. You're going to have to look at their, you know, make lists of their positive traits, and you have to get as far away as possible from this, this sort of, let me just say it, butthurt mentality of, well, they did this thing to me, and they haven't apologized. Because believe me, the thing, you know, they will come in in a way that will be pleasing to you when you change the narrative and the way you look at them. That's what it, this is all about. Okay. So, of course, he didn't apologize or show signs of his feelings changing. So you understand the why that is, right? But as time went on, I decided to instead enjoy the fact we were even still on good enough terms to communicate. Now you're doing the thing that I just talked about. You're looking at the positive aspects of it. All right. Focus on what's working and not what's not working, because focusing on what's not working is, like you said before, you used the wonderful term. It's problem oriented thinking. Solution oriented thinking is to look at what already is working, to focus upon that. And as you do more things that work, more things working out will be part of your experience. Now you become a vibrational match to what it is you want because you're looking at the things that are pleasing to you instead of the things that are not pleasing to you. The universe has no choice but to keep giving you those kinds of things that are pleasing to you. 
because that's what you're focusing on. That's where your focus is, you see. So I forgave him in advance. Good, dissipating all my anger. Good, and I affirmed unknowingly. He'll apologize one day. I know he feels bad. He was just going through some things. And the best thing I can do is to be a good friend through hard times. Now you're getting it. And I love this email for this reason. Because it's really showing you how she changed her narrative, how she changed her thinking. Right? She made a conscious choice and a conscious decision to do so. Instead of saying uh, again and again, I'm a victim of my circumstances, I'm a victim of the behavior of somebody else, and I can't be happy and I can't be satisfied until that person changes their behavior, well, guess what? That's never going to change their behavior. And it's never going to change how you feel about yourself and your circumstances, and you're going to keep manifesting the same kinds of things over and over. It is affirming. That is practicing the vibration of things not working out, things not being the way that you want them to be because you're looking way too much at what's the situation, what's the current circumstance, it's not changing, and what did we say in the beginning of this? Physical reality is just a reflection of your inner being, your inner state of being. All right, and, and what you see as physical reality, what you're perceiving is already old news, but it can't change, it can't reflect back differently to you if you won't change. If you walk up to a mirror frowning, you can't be complaining that it doesn't smile back at you. The reflection in the mirror doesn't smile back at you when you're frowning. It will smile when you smile, you see? So when we say physical reality is a reflection, it's a giant mirror. Well, how do you get the image in the mirror to smile at you? You smile first. That's how it works. That's why that analogy works. It's 11-11, people. That means pay particular attention to what I'm saying right now. <laughs> I'm playing with you a little bit, but yes, you should be. Um, so let's continue. Looping this thought in my head over and over, I became confident. So she changed her story. He'll apologize one day. I know he feels bad. He was just going through something. Um, and the best thing I can do is be a good friend through hard times. So looping this thought in my head over and over again, I became confident. I even told another friend I knew exactly what the apology would say. And I was even so brazen, I gave it a specific time period, three months. I love this. Now, this is what I was saying, okay, earlier about telling your friends and asking your friends for advice. One of the other reasons you want to avoid doing that is because usually the way you're going to approach your friends for advice is by telling the story over and over again to them the way that you perceive it as being right now. Problematic, right? If you're going to someone for advice out there and you're going, you have to keep recounting the story as you're perceiving it in that moment as being problematic. That, of course, is affirming again. You know, we say this over and over. Abraham Hicks says this. Everybody says this. Stop telling the story the way that it is. Okay, or that you perceive it to be at that moment. If it's not pleasing to you, tell the pleasing story. All right, so this goes down to not just thinking the things over and over again that are bothering you, right? Worrying about them, thinking about them, mulling them over in your mind, but also in conversation. And we do this all the time because we're, we live in a society where we think we have to air our problems all the time to everyone that we meet. Hey, friend, I haven't seen you in a while. What's been going on? Oh, terrible. This guy is such a jerk. He won't apologize to me. Here's what's going on. You want to tell that story differently. Okay? And here you've done this. Not only did you start telling the story differently in your mind now, okay? So you're changing the narrative. 
of it. You're looking at it from a more solution-oriented perspective, but now you're even going up to your friends and changing the story and saying, you know what? He's going to apologize. Here's what he's going to say. I'll even be so brazen, and I love that, that I'll give it a time period. (laughs) Now, if it doesn't work out in three months, by the way, don't become upset, okay? But the brazenness of it is the important part. Be brazen. Reach for the heights, all right? Keep reaching for more as you expand, okay? This is very important. It's okay to ask for a million (laughs) dollars. Now, your mind may not be able to go, you know, to embrace the possibility of that just yet, but be brazen, all right? Because to the universe, you know, uh, manifesting a castle is just as easy as manifesting a button. It seems difficult to us because of all the obstacles we put in our way and our thinking. Oh, that's so, that's so huge. That's such a giant mountain. How could I ever do that? How could I ever manifest this thing? It seems so out of my league. It seems so impossible, right? But to the universe, see, you feel bad about thoughts like that. That's the universe telling you, no, it's not impossible. It's easy. You have it in you to make it easy. We see it as being easy. Look at it the way we're looking at it. Look at the situation the way your inner being is looking at it. The reason you you became confident, you were starting to feel confident when you changed your narrative to something more positive, to something more solution-oriented, that's communication, direct communication from your inner being saying, yes, now you're getting it. That's the way we want you to look at the situation. That's how we want you to think and talk about it. Keep going down that path. That's leading you to your goodies. Okay. So, next paragraph. And guess what? (laughs) Three months went by and not a single word of apology. (laughs) I psyched you out. She psyched me out too. Um, (laughs) And she put a little LOL there. So she's laughing about it. She's not taking it too seriously. Like I said, don't worry if the three months go by and you don't see the change, okay? Doesn't mean there's not a change happening. There's always something happening behind the scenes. Uh, outside the field of our perception, the universe is working on it. The only thing really for you to do is, is to determine what it is you want, line up with it, and then relax. Get out of the way, all right? And if you keep revisiting and keep looking at your watch and keep taking score, where is it? It's not happening. There's no signs. The signs are all bad. Yada, 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 yada. You're getting in the way of it. The universe can't produce it for you. Give it the time that's needed. Don't worry about the when, Don't worry about the how. Don't worry about the when, okay? So no big deal. But he decided after one semester of school, he wanted to drop out. So he moved back to our city. How about that? Well, is that a sign of something changing? You tell me. It would seem to be, wouldn't it? At this point, my conviction was so strong, I didn't even actively think of my desire, despite it seeming My prediction, how I thought of it at the time, was wrong. Seeming that it was wrong, okay? Now, you didn't make a prediction, really. You just said, hey, you know, I'd like this to be in three months, all right? It's okay. It's okay that it didn't happen in three months, but something did happen. Something did shift, and you recognized it because now you're thinking in the direction of what you want rather than the direction of what you don't want. You can't hold two opposing thoughts at once. Okay, you can't be looking at something positively and negatively at the same time. You decided to make the switch. All right, and then when it didn't happen in three months, you kind of see you're making a little joke about it. You're like, ah, psyched you out. Little LOL at the end. That's good. That's the way to look at things. Be light about it. Be easy about it. Be playful about it. But notice what she says here. 
At this point, my conviction was so strong, I didn't even act- actively think of my desire. This is getting out of the way of it. When you reach that point when you're like, okay, I want this thing, I'm not even thinking about it because I'm having so much fun, or I've convinced myself so hard that this is going to happen in the way that I want it to happen that I don't need to think about it anymore. So you're doing whatever you're doing, you're visualizing, you're scripting, you're doing it successfully because you're getting to the feeling of having it already. When you do that, when you get to the feeling of having it already, it is exactly like having it already. You see, this is what people miss miss out on when, when we talk about this stuff. You want to get to the point where you feel you have it already so that whether it shows up in your physical reality yet or not is of no consequence because you're feeling like you have it already. You're so convinced that it's yours that it has no choice but to manifest. But even if it's not manifesting for you immediately, it doesn't matter because you're so busy feeling that you have it, that you're not, you can't possibly be busy feeling and thinking about how you don't have it. This is the, what you're, we're aiming for here. Okay. This is the state of being we're aiming for here. She's not actively thinking about it every moment because if you had the thing that you want, would you think about it all the time? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? How do I get it? How do I get it? How do I get it? No, you'd walk around like, ah, I got this. Now what's next? What else can I be doing with my time? Right? Where can I be having some fun? Let's go meet with some friends. Let's go do this thing. Let's do that thing. Let's work on this project. What about that thing you wanted? It's, it's being worked out. It's no, it's no biggie. This is what you're shooting for. So you see how she made the switch here. Okay. It's very important. And again, you weren't wrong about your prediction, right? You were brazen. That's okay. But don't hang on to this time frame so much. All right. All I knew was one day I'd be right. Yes. So much so him moving back didn't even register as an alignment to my desire. (laughs) You know, you're already living in the end. So the things that have to unfold, that natural bridge of events, one of them being him moving back, dropping out of school and moving back to your city, it's just part of the process that the universe is working out for you. Acknowledge it, look at it, smile, and move on. Okay? You're already living in the end result here. So it doesn't matter all the pieces that have to fall into place to get you there, physically speaking. Again, remember what we said at the beginning of this podcast episode. Physical reality is in the past. There's a delay. So what you're perceiving right now is already in the past anyway. The true now thing is how you feel about the thing. That's what the real right now reality is. The only reality and moment that actually exists is right now. Okay? That's the only thing to take seriously. So all this stuff happening, him dropping out, him moving back to your city, it's part of the process. It's part of the bridge of natural events that is unfolding for you to get you there, for physical reality to catch up to your vision that you've been holding consistently now, all right? You've been consistent enough with it that the universe has no choice but to rearrange things in your reality to bring about the end result that you're already living in, you see? It's catching up to you. Give it the time and the space to do that. Get out of the way of it. And that's what you've been doing very successfully here at this point in your story, right? Once he came back, he made new friends and hung out with them frequently, so we didn't talk much, but I kept to my word, and I continued to support him. Then, bam, my breakup happens, and the last thing on my mind was my friends, because I had the mindset that my specific person was the only person who truly appreciated me. 
but after the couple weeks where I couldn't stomach food or go, or go without begging my SP for a second chance. An old friend from elementary school just happened to be in town from school. He told me how he and his long-term girlfriend went through a similar period for months, and he never thought they'd be together again since he had moved on. But his girlfriend never gave up believing they'd be together again, and he said, quote, Weirdly, one day, I felt the same way. He explained to me, my SP, my specific person, clearly still loves me, and I just have to be patient. Now, oh, I love this paragraph, okay? There's so much going on here. First of all, remember how I said, listen, don't don't jabber about what's going wrong in your life or ask advice to people who don't really understand what, what you're trying to do here, right? They don't understand about manifesting and law of attraction. But here you've approached a friend who did seem does seem to have at least some kind of clue about it, right? Or at least the very least is has a more positive outlook and is able to tell you, hey, it's fine. This happened to me before, and I managed to manifest this person back into my life. Or rather, she managed to manifest him back into her life. Now, another thing that I love about this paragraph, and it seems like um, he's given up, right? He's saying, I don't think we'll ever be together again. But really what's going on is that he let go. He let go of trying to make it happen. He let go of maybe even thinking about it all the time. I want to, you know, I've done many videos on this, distinguishing between giving up and letting go. But sometimes the sentiment can be the same, right? In his mind, he's saying, ah, there's no chance this will happen, so I'm going to stop trying. In other words, he moved on. Just like you said, he had moved on. But that is actually letting go. It's not necessarily giving up. He's giving up on his resistance. He's giving up on trying to make it happen. He's giving up on trying to convince her. He's moved on. Now he's gotten out of the way of it, and he's allowing for the manifestation to come together. So here's the third thing I love about this paragraph. His girlfriend never gave up believing they'd be together again. And then he said, weirdly, one day I felt the same. Remember what I said about how you can determine not just who shows up in your life, but how they show up once they, how they behave once they get there, how they show up in your life. Okay. So this is such a wonderful demonstration of it. And I get this a lot from people trying to manifest an ex back. Uh, what if they've moved on? Um, you know, how do I convince them to, to come back and love me and change their mind? All he did was let go. That's all he did. He let go. He moved on. His girlfriend was actively trying to also manifest him back. Isn't that amazing that they, they're both trying to get each other back, but um, they both want each other back, but they're kind of doing it independently of each other. But she never gave up. She was consistent to her vision. She was clung to her vision. She probably didn't have a lot of resistance about it. She had convinced herself it's just going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to keep believing it. It changed the way he felt. You see? So her changing her outlook on the situation, her perspective on the situation, her narrative of the situation, the way she told the story, caused him to show up in her life in a different way. Suddenly he felt the same way. Now that's very important. You know, pay attention to this, folks, because that's a major clue right there. Um, on how this stuff works, that you can manifest a person back into your life, right? But again, it comes down to changing the way you look at the situation, not trying to change them, but you changing how you look at it, the story you tell about it, clinging to your vision, 
being consistent, letting go of the resistance, and they will become a match to that. They will show up in a way that matches your consistent, persistent retelling of the story. All right? So it can be done. I love that paragraph. I love that story of your friend. So to continue, if this is the person I truly want to spend my life with, don't ever give up. I guess this is what her friend told her. And don't ever give up on it since the months we're apart will be nothing compared to the years we're together. Absolutely. This is another thing to really pay attention to here because I've said this before as well. It's very important. Okay. You're worried about right now. They're not there and you're counting all the days and weeks and months and maybe even years that you haven't heard from them, that they haven't been in your life. None of that will matter once they're back. All right, you got to remember that. Once you're back together with them and happy, you're not going to worry about all that stuff. You're not going to sit there in the relationship that you've wanted, that you've now manifested, um, going, oh, all those years, uh, all those months, all that time I spent waiting. You're not going to lament about that. You're going to enjoy the relationship that you're in. This is a clue on how to behave now, how to think now, how to feel now. That's what we mean by living in the end, by becoming the thing that you want. In your mind, in your feeling, in your inner state, you should already be in the relationship so that you're not worried about it not being there. That's a perfect demonstration of that right there, you see? And, and you see, hearing it from somebody, a real-life person, saying this is how it ended up playing out, okay? Once you're back together, you're not going to think about all the time that you spend apart. That's what you want to achieve now. All right, so this is why we do the visualizing, for instance, or the scriptings to get yourself into the feeling state, to, to rehearse being in that role already. You're rehearsing for a part that's already written, that's already yours, it's guaranteed, you have it. This is rehearsal, dress rehearsal. Look at it that way, okay? You're an actor in your own play that you're writing, that you're casting yourself in, and you're casting this other person in, okay? So write their part for them. Practice it. Practice, practice, rehearse, rehearse, rehearse until that role feels so natural to you that them physically being not in your environment in that moment won't matter because you feel that they are. And then as you do that consistently enough, boom, they show up in, the, in exactly that way. All right. And again, yes, you won't care once you're back together. That's what you want to achieve. Once you're back together, you're not going to worry about when are they going to show up? What do I have to do? They're never going to show up. It's been this long. It's been that long. You're not going to feel that way. You're not going to think about those things when you're with them. So that's the state of being, the state of mind to practice now. That's what it means to be what you want, to become what you want, to play the part, to live in the wish fulfilled, as Neville Goddard says, right? <clears throat> that instilled so much confidence in me. I decided to work on myself and get out more instead of dying inside. Yes. How many times have I said that? My God, work on yourself, work on yourself, work on yourself. Focus on yourself. As you're focusing on yourself and as you're focusing on becoming the best version of yourself, the happiest version of yourself, the most fulfilled version of yourself, you're not going to think about them, that they need to play the role of that for you in your life, that they need to come in and give you an excuse to be happy. All right? You don't need them for that. Okay, they're not the cause of the thing. They'll be the symptom of you becoming happy. They're not going to be the cause of you becoming happy. That's a very important shift to make in your thinking. All right. And so many of us out there, uh, so many of you listening, I know, do it the other way around. And this is why things maybe have not been working out for you. Okay. You want to 
really, really work on yourself. All right. Self-love, self-care, getting into things that interest you, um, getting into projects, not sitting around all day. What are they doing? What are they thinking about me? Why I haven't heard from, are they with somebody else? Yada, 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 yada. That keeps things the way they've been. All right. So you make yourself your project, not them. They should never be your project. You should be your project. Okay. I hung out with old friends, spoke to friends from middle school I hadn't spoken to in months, and random people I met at the basketball court befriended me. My mind raced with anticipation about my specific person, and one day out of the blue, I got a notification that I could feel was important. My eyes lit up, I unlocked my phone, but to my dismay, in the moment, it wasn't my specific person. It was my friend, the one she hadn't spoken to that she insisted she wanted to hear an apology from. And he sent me word for word my prediction, even though it was a literal paragraph. The only thing I could muster is a smirk because I knew it would happen. So what happened there? Now she was focused on her breakup, right? She was so focused on her breakup and she's clinging to that idea. I need my specific person back. I need my partner back, my boyfriend, whatever it was. Um, begging him and all this kind of stuff, thinking about that all day long. But she didn't, so then she didn't spend the time thinking about her old friend anymore, right? The friend that she was so upset at that she wanted the apology from. Suddenly she let go of that because she focused on another problem. Um, and that friend came in. Boom, it happened because she let go long enough because she was focusing on something else. Now, I'm not saying go and focus on another problem to solve another problem or to make another manifestation happen. Of course, you don't want to be replacing one problem, quote unquote, with another one, right? But here's why this came in for her, all right? And here's why it wasn't the specific person because she was worried about the specific person. She had resistance to that, but she had stopped offering resistance to the friend coming in that she had had a falling out with. So now... He was coming in because all uh, the whole stage had been set already for this friend to come back, but she had been offering resistance, all right? Now, then she stopped, of course, long enough, right, for there to be signs, quote unquote, to see that she's moving in the right direction with it. And then she let go of it completely because her attention on the friend was replaced by her attention on the specific person, right? But here's the thing. That's what caused the friend to finally come in. Okay, and it's going to be the same for the specific person once she lets go of the resistance, truly stops worrying about him so much, which she's doing. All right, she's in the middle of the process of that as she's writing me this email. Um, at least at that point, she's in the process of, you know, focusing on herself, focusing on other friends, going to the basketball court, okay, talking to people she hadn't talked to in months. She's not focusing on the other person, the specific person, she's focusing on herself. That's the formula, okay? It's so simple, really, guys. Let's get back to this. It took seven months for this to translate to my 3D, but it honestly didn't feel that long looking back since we're on such good terms now. See, again, once it happens, you're not going to care how long it took to get there. You're not going to care about all that stuff, that the anguish and the whatever. So that why don't you just let go of it now? Why not use that energy to focus on how you would prefer things to be? And then watch how quickly everything realigns for you. Everything gets shuffled around for you, the natural bridge of events. And suddenly, boom, 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 there's something happening. There it is. All right? And you're not going to, you're going to be like, you know, maybe you'll be elated, right, for a minute. But really, 
what's probably going to happen is you're going to be like, oh, there it is. Okay, cool. Right? Because you're so busy focusing on yourself. You're so busy focusing on your state of being rather than what they're doing, how they're showing up. Then they show up in the way that you want, that you've wanted all along, but it's not a big deal to you. Now, oftentimes that happens with our manifestations, right? Uh, the thing shows up and we go, huh. <laughs> I remember a, a, a little story. I was a, a young lad and I had a best friend who was really into comic book collecting. You know, he had a, um, we were about 12 years old or something, but he was a, a kind of a very enterprising entrepreneurial person, even as a kid. And he had saved up, he had done these little jobs and he had saved up all this money to buy this, uh, the, the number one issue of this particular comic book. And, uh, you know, I think for a year or two, he had really, really, really got been so excited about it. And it was really the, the, you know, it was the hunt for the thing and the process, I think, that really got him excited. And, and he finally got enough money together and he found a great copy of it. And, it, you know, this is pre-internet. I don't remember how it was, a catalog or something like that. But either way, he knew it was in the mail, right? He knew it was coming. And we were having lunch one day and I think he used the payphone Again, this is before cell phones. And he called home real quick and his brother answered and he said, hey, your, your copy of that issue is here. Aren't you excited? And he said, oh, great. Okay, I'll be home in a bit. <laughs> And his brother was so confused, like, why aren't you jumping off the walls? This is something you've wanted for such a long time, and it's finally it's arrived. But see, he knew it was coming. It was in the mail. He had found it, found it, found a copy. He had paid for it. He had done the thing. Sometimes the process is the thing, too, that is really the exciting part of obtaining something, of manifesting something, right? And then once we get it, it's sort of like, ah, of course it's there. I knew it was going to be there. I knew it was in the mail. I knew it was arriving. Now we can wait for me to finish lunch, right? So once you've achieved that mindset about anything that you want, right? That's not that you don't want it anymore. Not that you're not excited and happy to have it. But you know it's coming. You know it's in the mail. You've ordered it. It's kind of like when you ordered something through Amazon. You know it's coming, right? Maybe every now and then you check the tracking number or whatever it is. But really overall, you're just going to be like, okay, it'll be here by Saturday or, or whatever it is. Or it's coming, Okay, I've ordered it, so I don't have to sit around every single minute going, where is it, where is it? I know it's coming, so that once you've achieved that, then you know the thing that you want is coming. That's the kind of the state of being that you're looking for. You're looking for that, that peaceful knowing, right? That kind of like, I have it already. That's the attitude of, I have it already, right? That's the attitude you want. That's why you practice all these techniques of visualizing, etc., is to practice yourself into that state of being, into that mindset of having it already, all right? And you see throughout this email here, um, through her story and the story of her friend, that, that this is, you know, again, consistently, again and again and again, this is how things work, right? In, in practice, you know, we talk a lot about theory. Part of the reason I love reading these emails is because you can see how the theory applies to people's lives in practice, to real lives, real people using these methods, applying this the these theories to their lives and getting real results you know it's important to see that <clears throat> and of course here we go she says anyway i hope this story shows people that number one you don't have to do any techniques and i agree with that we naturally manifest i love that it's so true now that's not to say that don't do techniques if if they help you do them okay if they help you do them but don't cling to them like they're the magic wand. You're already manifesting all the time. It's your natural state of being. 
It's your birthright. It's what you came in doing. It's what you did before you came into the physical existence. It's what you'll keep doing after you leave your physical existence. It's what you're doing the whole time, okay? You're a natural manifester. You're just learning to control these things and to, and to learn to manifest more deliberately, all right? That's what we're doing. But yeah, she's right. You don't need any techniques, all right? Now, if they help you, if they feel good while you're doing them, if they're fun, if you treat them like a game, then do them by all means, all right? Looking back on my relationship, there were many times I said things to my specific person like, I don't, um, I don't want you to base your life around me in case you want to leave, which looking back in addition to my mindset and other behaviors was the beginning of the downfall. Well, I don't even want you to look at this as a downfall, okay? Then we're getting into this kind of like this is kind of a language that we have to also look watch out for a little bit because it sort of shows how you've looked at the situation and maybe you're still kind of looking at it as some kind of failure, okay? It's never a failure, all right? Um I mean, look, looking back on, you know, when I would get better at manifesting or deliberately, it was because I made all these mistakes or seeming mistakes, right? Or because of all these quote unquote failures that you become better at something anyway. This is just the old relationship ended and it transformed. It's transforming into the new relationship that you're going to have with this person. Okay. That's all it really is. But the idea of what you said to your specific person, I don't want you to base your life around me is how you should be looking at things, okay? You should be looking at it in terms of, I don't want to base my life around him, around my specific person, right? Around my ex. That's the way to bring them back. You don't want to base your happiness on them, okay? They can't be responsible for your happiness. It's impossible for someone to be responsible for your happiness. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's also a never-ending job for another person to be happy constantly, to be constantly responsible for, for their partner's happiness, for another person's happiness, it's kind of unfair to them. It's not their job to make you happy. It's your job to become happy. They show up then in a way that matches that state of being, right? So that was number one. Then she says, number two, there's no pressure to do things perfectly. Be confident you'll get the result and you'll get it. I always thought I was good at reading people, but it turns out it was the law the whole time, the law of attraction. <laughs> So I love that. And you're absolutely right. There is no really right or wrong way to do this. Okay. Um, don't get so hung up on the process of it. That's kind of getting hum same as getting hung up on, you know, again, uh, the, the how and the when something's going to come to you. You just want to focus on the what and the why. What do you want and why do you want it? Well, how do you want to feel? That's why you want anything that you want, because you think in the having it, you'll achieve a certain state of being, right? A certain feeling, an emotional state. Work on that now. And then the thing comes in as a match. But there really is no right or wrong way. It's just like Abraham Hicks always says, you can't get this wrong. And you'll never get it done because there will always be more things that you'll want. But that's the nature of our existence, even as spiritual beings. We're always expanding. We're always evolving. We're always reaching for more. That's why we create, right? That's the beauty of it. You're never meant to really stay the same all the time. You know? What you'll want will change and evolve, and you'll want new things as a result of having new experiences. And that's how the things that don't seem to be working out for us, the things that seem to be mistakes or failures, are it's really just contrast. And the contrast is important because without it, you wouldn't know what you want now. You wouldn't know who you've become. You wouldn't know what to reach for next. It's the contrast that causes you to expand. It's the contrast that causes you to say, oh, 
I don't like this situation. Well, what would be the opposite of the situation that I would prefer? Oh, this. Oh, I didn't know I wanted that now. Now I know what I want. Now I can focus on, on practicing myself into that, into having it, right? Into that mindset. So she wraps up, Tarkhan, I apologize, I apologize if this is quite long-winded. No, don't. I love it. I love it. This is why I like reading these longer emails here on the podcast, right? I make longer episodes than my YouTube videos. Um, and, uh, you know, this is why I love reading these, uh, because I can take my time reading them and going through them and picking them apart. So thank you for that um, very much for your email. And I do hope that it's um, helped you and, and anyone listening, that it's helped uh, you gain some perspective here. And I do hope that you will write me also, anyone listening. I You know, I love these emails. Send me your success stories to manifestation.lab at gmail.com. Now, of course, I cannot guarantee that I will read every email that gets to me, that I'll read yours. Please don't be dismayed if I don't. I do get quite a few of these. Um, and, you know, other, other than that, I have to kind of put my attention on the, on the coaching. So if you want coaching, that's also uh, available and go to my website, manifestationlab.com forward slash services, and you'll see all the stuff there. And if you haven't already, please 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 head over to youtube search manifestation lab and watch my videos there's quite a few of them up now and um hit subscribe there and interact and leave comments and um it would be a pleasure to see you and to have you be an addition to the channel thanks a lot for listening guys i'm out of here tarkon manifestation lab until next time i wish you all happy manifesting